Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. 1201, time to talk to our friend Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston. Boy, we got a lot of Patriots to get to. Tommy is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lopresti and Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran and 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight, holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Curran is on the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy, good afternoon. How are you, friend? Tremendous. How are my guys doing? We are hanging in there, and uh, this is going to feel like it's coming out of left field, but it's a little bit of breaking news. Up in Buffalo, Tommy, head coach Sean McDermott told reporters today he is, quote, very concerned, end quote, that Steph Diggs is not at Buffalo's mandatory minicamp today. It is rather fascinating that as teams get good and try to be consistent, these are the problems that some teams deal with along the way. I know you weren't thinking Buffalo, but your thoughts on that little nugget of info there. Well, certainly the way they close the 2022 season, if I'm a Buffalo Bills fan or media member, I'm, I'm intrigued as to the direction of the team. You saw Steph Diggs and Josh Allen on the sideline during that playoff game. It was more Steph Diggs' way than Josh Allen's way, but really expressing irritation at how things were going. So I, I think that you know Steph Diggs right now is a little bit of an X factor for the, the Buffalo Bills, and it does really show just the difficulty of you know, keeping everybody pulling on towards in the same direction. So for Steph Diggs, I don't know if it's contractual, mood, if he's, you know, whatever it is, but if the head coach is very concerned, then that's certainly something to, to monitor with this team as it goes forward. So speaking of contracts, going back to the Patriots real quick, Lawrence Guy and I guess his, uh, his uh, can I call it a holdout, I guess, at 34 years old, do you think this is the best, philosophy to, to giving yourself a raise uh, with uh, dealing with Bill Belichick? I mean, I don't know if he's really dealing from a position of power here. Yeah. Uh, but he's been a valuable player. I, I think that, you know, he a few years ago was a free agent. Patriots didn't initially retain him. He went on the free agent market, didn't find things that, you know, were appetizing to him, came back, and I'm not sure that the offer that was initially made was still on the table for him. So I think that he's been playing for what he considered to be less than the Patriots were initially going to give him. And apparently that has hit critical mass. So whether you're making 2 million or 20 million, if you're not happy with your level of pay and you want to send a message, then this is what you do, whether or not the Patriots feel as if that's something they want to bend on. 
we'll see. I mean, I mean, it, it all comes down to value. I mean, how much will you tolerate Trent Brown, you know, missing a flight and showing up late to minicamp when he's your left tackle and can play exquisitely well when engaged, as opposed to Raleigh Webb? Probably a lot more for Trent. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here with Gresh and Fourier talking about everything Patriots and Patriots uh, minicamp. James Robinson released. It seems, Tommy, that it's a point A to point B scenario. We connect the dots in the straight line, and this guy's dinged up. They still let him go. A, is that correct? And B, do the Patriots look to replace Robinson with some other veteran help? Well, certainly the Dalvin Cook availability right now is intriguing to think about. I mean, the Patriots have to figure a way to reduce the workload for Ramondre Stevenson. You don't want to have a guy carrying and catching the football as much as he did. I believe he was targeted 80 times last year, had like 60 catches. So it's, it's a lot to put on his plate. So whether it's Ty Montgomery, Pierre Strong, um, Kevin Harris, they have to have somebody step up to reduce the workload on him. So I thought James Robinson was a you know a likely candidate to do that. Pierre Strong also, but um, I was surprised because I was intrigued by James Robinson. So to me, you're still a little bit shallow with that position without Damian Harris to rely on. So the other guy that I think is interesting, it's almost like a health check for the for all the Patriots contracts and health. Juju Smith Schuster is a guy that had to manage his health last year. And here he is kind of like not involved in mini camps. Should we be worried about where he's at health wise? I think, as you know, we've heard for a couple decades how important OTAs and mini camps are. Now, he was involved in OTAs. We did see pictures that the Patriots actually posted of his involvement during some other OTAs. But yeah, it's, if you're replacing a player like Jacoby Myers, who was imminently available at all times and productive. This is a foundation-building period of time that I think if we just said, ah, it's not a big deal, that will be hypocritical in what we've said it to be in, in the recent past. You know, it's, it's important to be here. It's important to build that relationship. If you're a slot guy, even more so because you kind of have to share a brain with the quarterback. So I think that there's no way around comparing what the Patriots will get from Juju Smith-Schuster, not to what Jacoby Myers does with the Raiders, but to what Jacoby Myers did when he was here, because you had a known entity for basically the same general amount of money. Tommy, uh, Marte Mapu is interesting to me. A, there's a lot of buzz around the guy, but I asked Foye this question earlier. Does it feel like Mapu is on that Kyle Duggar type track in terms of they are going to use him? He will have a unique role and he might get on the field earlier than we think. Is it unfair to think of Mapu along the lines of what happened with Kyle Duggar when he got here in 2020? I think they're doing more with Mapu at the second level. I mean, you didn't see Duggar spend as much time at the second level as Mapu did, who was drafted and, you know, billed as a linebacker. I felt that he was more of a hybrid safety type, which is the same thing anyway, but... um, Certainly, I think that that could be – I don't think it's going to be identical in the first year. And sometimes what goes on in OTAs and training camp is not indicative of what's going to happen when the season begins. They're giving them a look at everything right now, but they have them everywhere. And, and the kid moves very, very well. So, you know, Duggar's entering his contract year. 
he could be a very well and highly sought after free agent if the Patriots don't get something done. Patriots have plenty of room to get things done uh, cap-wise next year. So he would be, I would think, a player that they would want to keep around. But certainly Mapu would be a guy that they could have in that role or the Jabril Peppers role, which you know he drops down even more often into the box. Yeah, so I'm wondering, that was my next question on Jabril Peppers. I was I mean, really, I feel like he was more on special teams than anything, and he obviously had his roles on defense. But I feel like, based on the way Bill is talking about him, how much better he is and how smarter he is, and um, I feel like, is is that a guy that could have an increased role on the defense? Yeah, definitely. And I thought he had a pretty decent-sized role um, in terms of snaps. Uh, he was, by far, I thought, their most aggressive, violent player on defense. And that includes Duggar. I mean, I know Duggar was more productive and scored touchdowns. He's a big hitter and has range. But I think that the edge that you want to have, if you're going to have a defense that the Patriots should be able to rely on as being one of the best in the NFL, you need an attitude-bringing guy. And I think Jabril Peppers fit that perfectly last year um, in some games. And and if they're going to expand it, I think that's good. Because their safety group is so good. Adrian Phillips is a good player. Obviously, Duggar's a good player. So losing Devin Hurts, but they have so much talent at that spot and so much experience that I think it's it's going to be a drop-off, but I don't think it's going to be precipitous. Now, I asked this question to the perspective of a gentleman who I first saw at the old Foxborough Stadium in like 99 covering the Patriots back in the day. So I asked this because Tommy has seen a lot. What stands out to you, Tom, now that you've got eyes, everybody is down there, it's okay to leer in with Bill O'Brien running things. Is it back to 2001? Is it like when Bill O'Brien was here before, Tommy? You've seen them all come and go. I'm curious for your thoughts about the way Bill O'Brien is kind of running things here in this uh, minicamp. Just to judge, it, it really looks like McDaniels. You know, it's it's completely seated to Bill. He's running the offense. We're mostly watching seven-on-seven seven today in this minicamp practice. Um, but it's O'Brien from the sideline in the headset talking to Mac Jones. It's very efficient. There's not a lot of in-between play conversation where they're fixing things. It seems as if, to me, you have an offense that seems to be hitting the ground running. I mean, we watched last year. You had Patricia would play call. Then Judge would play call. Then Bill would play call. And there would be multiple meetings of the minds on the side in between plays, in between sessions. Right now, it's kind of clockwork. It looks really efficient. So, to me, it's what they want to have it look like. Yeah, no, agreed. Obvious uh, uptick in, in everything. So, back to DeAndre Hopkins real quickly, because I'm, can you read anything into uh, into the to the into the into how the Patriots will handle DeAndre Hopkins with guys that they have had visits on in the past? Like older veteran guys that are established that don't need a workout, you know, they have their resume speaks for themselves. They come in for a visit. How often do guys like leave with a contract or do they, is their philosophy, hey, kick the tires, meet them, and then kind of negotiate it? How do you, what's the history like with these types of situations with the Patriots and, and older vets coming in for a visit? The best one I can use, it's the most recent and 
to me, it's it's not a direct similarity and comparison, but but it's Cam Newton, and I think DeAndre Hopkins has more value to the league at large than than Cam Newton had. Cam Newton was in the spring not somebody the Patriots were targeting. They figured he'd be too expensive, having been released by Carolina. Um, Patriots were still trying to figure out what they were going to do with Stidham and Hoyer. And then come the end of June, they looked at each other and said, he's still out there. Why don't we talk to him and see what he wants? So he was able to come in for a hell of a lot less money than DeAndre Hopkins would would want. But if the Patriots are looking at a situation on their roster, the same way they were a quarterback, and said, can we get better if we bring this player in? Might have to change a lot of things. Might have to do things differently. But can we do that? And ultimately, they made that decision with Cam Newton because they felt we're not good enough at quarterback. If the Patriots look at the rest of their team and they say, we have a very, very good defense, we have a pretty good quarterback, we have an offensive coordinator in place who can help this team make the jump that it should have made in 2022, then maybe they are more persuasive with DeAndre Hopkins. It was interesting to hear what Mike Vrabel said about Hopkins when asked. He said, we want guys who want to be here. And I would imagine that, that Bill feels the same way do you want to be here? Do you want to, we'll meet you halfway on practices. If you like just doing walkthroughs on Wednesday or Thursday and your availability, you know, during practices might be limited and you don't want to do squats, whatever. But can you buy into the culture and be an active part of the wide receiver room in a positive way? That to me is very interesting because you have guys who were not here for a long time and Devante Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kendrick Bourne, um, Tyquan Thornton, and that's why, you know, talking to Devin McCourty, he thought it was a loss in losing Jacoby Myers because he at least understood what the Patriots expected at practice in meeting rooms and how they operated. Now you're going to bring in another guy who's been very successful and might say, yeah, well, I kind of do it this way. If that's the case, can you live with it? But they need a receiver. I mean, these guys who are out here, when I look at them and I say, best case scenario, they're set. They have enough guys. But already guys are going down, unavailable, Smith-Schuster and, and Tyquan Thornton. And you look at it and you're like, again, bring up Raleigh Webb. He's running routes with, you know, the second team, and they're just not deep enough. Good stuff from our friend Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston. Tommy will be with Jones and Mego on Thursday afternoon. Tom, thank you, brother. We appreciate it. Enjoy the hell out of minicamp. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks, See you guys. There we go. There goes uh, Tom Curran.